Vegetarian Zen, episode number 30. Hey, Vicky. Yeah. Why do fungi have to pay double bus fare? I don't know. Why? Because they take up too much room. <laughs> Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And today we are coming out. All right. Again. Of the pantry? <laughs> again. Are we coming again, out of the pantry? Ends. <laughs> yes. Uh, today we'll be talking about coming out as a vegetarian. So we are starting the new year. As a matter of fact, we're recording this podcast on New Year's Eve. Right. Uh, Larissa and I, after this podcast, actually we're going to record one more. Because usually when we set up everything, we like to rec- we're getting in the habit of recording two at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, we're going to be at New Media Expo this weekend. So in, in Vegas. Las Vegas, that's right. So we don't want to um, fall behind on our podcasting. So we will be uh, going over some of our goals for this coming year. And this January will be our one year veggieversary. Right. Congratulations. I, I, congratulations. And so we'll, we're going to be talking about our own goals for 2014 coming up. And we're also going to be talking about vegetarian Zen goals because we've got some pretty exciting things that we've, we're wanting to start this coming year for the yeah, podcast and, yeah. and even expanding beyond the podcast. Right. So that'll actually be in the next episode. But this episode, we'll, we're talking about coming out as a vegetarian and some of the things that, that a lot of people have to deal with. Fortunately, we... We had a pretty easy time of it with our family and friends and, and community, so we're very grateful for that. But that's that's basically what we'll be talking about in this episode. But first, we have a couple updates. That's right. All right. So we do have a new rating Yay. on iTunes. Yay. It's the first one we've had in a few weeks. So yeah. so we're very, very appreciative of this. Um, and this is from a woman in California. Her name is Susan Trammell. And she has, she's actually emailed us um, and has kind of been communicating back and forth with us a little bit. And uh, she's super nice. And so Susan says, after listening to many of these podcasts to catch up and not miss any, I feel these two girls are friends and would be comfortable at my table anytime. Thank you. That's awesome. I know. Thank you. We may take you up on that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, While my lifestyle has not completely converted to vegetarian, that would be okay with them because they advocate it a process and it takes time. Because of the knowledge I have gained from these podcasts, I am on my way and that's their mission to give us knowledge and options and even a laugh. It's been a great value for my time spent on this podcast. That's awesome. Thank you so much for that, taking the time. And first of all, you know, just the act of going out there and get, because I've left iTunes ratings as well in the past and I recognize it's not, I mean, it takes some time. Right. You You have to to go to the site and click on the, you know, Click, click, right, click, and right, and think about what you're writing. So, right. thank you so much, Susan, for taking the time. That means the world right. to us, and really for does. everybody else who's left us reviews as well. Yeah, and you got—you just don't know how much. I mean, when we open it up and we see we have a new rating, we get so excited. I so know, I know. If 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 Vicky's at work, I'll text her and I'll say new rating, new rating. I'll take a picture of it with my phone yeah. and send it to her. Or I'll <laughs> copy the text. Makes me smile. It does. It always makes us smile. So thank you, thank you again, Susan, and and everyone. Uh, and then we did have another little update a little um listener update and this is from our good friend danielle 
in California as well. Yes, Danielle Freed. We got an email from Danielle a couple days ago. And what she said was just, it was, it made me feel so good. She said that she, in the, the company she works for, they have a cafeteria and they didn't have anything vegetarian. And so she spoke to the person who orders the food and asked if they could add something or, you know, or consider it. And so she said, as of now, they now have a veget. I think she said a vegetarian pizza option every day. And then they have, there's one other thing she said, and I can't remember what it was, but they have a couple of different vegetarian options. And she said that made her feel really good. And of course, it makes us feel just fantastic knowing that we're helping to help someone else to make a difference. Right, to promote that. And that's that, that also brings up a good point is that sometimes all it takes is to ask, mm-hmm. right? right? Especially when there's not very healthy choices. And, and cafeterias um, are known for that kind of right. stuff, you know, unhealthy choices. So sometimes all it takes is someone um, showing an interest in a healthier option and right. that others will probably um, feel that as well. Right. And that's the thing that I, I did tell Danielle um, when we responded back to her is that you never know. I mean, for because she's she's interested in it, I'm sure that there are other people in that company who are as well, but just hadn't even thought to ask. Okay, so I got to share this story kind of based on that is for my, my company is really great about throwing us a holiday uh, lunch every year. And so we get this free, um, you know, main dish with dessert and all sorts of stuff that comes with that very nicely done. And uh, this year they had, well, maybe they've had it in the past. I don't know. But this is the first year I've been a vegetarian at this holiday lunch. And I they, normally it's like ham and roast. And that's what it was this this year. But they had a vegetarian option. And so they said, oh, you guys want the vegetarian option. And me, I was there with another vegetarian, a fellow coworker, that we were already planning on. Well, usually the vegetarian option means you get the side. Right, you get the side uh, dishes, but um, no, they took us to another line, and uh, they gave us this. It was a stuffed. What was it? A stuffed. It was a pepper. I think mm-hmm. it was a stuffed pepper. Bell pepper, right? Yeah, it was a you stuffed took bell a pepper. That's right. That's right. I took it, and I posted it on on mm-hmm. Facebook. Actually, I'll put that picture in the show notes. Yeah, it was amazing, and it was so funny. And this was what I was saying about Danielle's email to us is that when I was walking past the people that were in the roast and the ham lines, they were like, Oh my gosh, that looks so good. What is it? And people were moving from that line over to the vegetarian (laughs) line. And I don't think that they counted on that many people wanting to go for the vegetarian option, but it was, it's, it was so good. It was stuff with like some wild rice and maybe lentils or something. It was really, really good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And see there again, all it takes is asking. Cause I know Mm -hmm. there's only a few of us. I've talked to the head chef there at our cafe, which Mm -hmm. is by the way, a really great cafe uh, in in the office. Yeah, it is. I've been there. It's really yeah, nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It looks like a food court, right? Mm-hmm. A food, uh, mm-hmm. um, but the food is much better than a food court. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, they've started to implement some vegetarian options. I have told them, you know, I would love to see more, mm-hmm. but they do typically have like a vegetarian soup. They also have garden burgers on a daily basis mm-hmm. and, and different options. So thanks again, Danielle, because I think that proves a couple of good points, you know, and one of them being that um, sometimes all you have to do is ask. Right, right. Yeah, and congratulations to you too, Danielle. I mean, that's that's awesome that, that you did that. And I know um, just based on the conversations that we've had with you back and forth, I know the kind of person that you are and that that's something that, that you would 
continue to do. So best of luck in that. Okay, and then just one more update, and that is on, we've been kind of updating folks a lot, but <laughs> I I, we're really excited about going to Las Vegas this weekend and going to the New Media Expo. Mm-hmm. We were just going over our... Uh, our schedule yesterday and uh, right after our, schedule, our yeah. company meeting, the Sunai uh, Vegetarian Zen meeting, and uh, we got all our stuff lined up, I think, and we're really excited to meet some some cool people and a right. lot of people that have influenced even us starting this. Uh, I know one of the people that um, he, had, he had sent out a, a Facebook update or status update saying, who's going to come to my, my uh, session, my super session? And uh, it was um, Cliff Ravenscraft, mm-hmm. the podcast answer man. And he right. was one that when I was first learning how to set all this stuff up, I went out and he's got a nice set of free videos and, and tutorials out there that helped me to set this up. So Right, right. So yeah, so thanks to everybody who helped us with that. And we look forward to seeing you in, in a couple days in, in Vegas. All right, and we're going to get into the main topic, but first, let's just preface this by saying we already heard a couple of <laughs> five fireworks going off. Uh, so I really want to record. I'm in the mood to record. Yeah, so. but just just be aware, um, you may hear our dog bark. We're not a blowing bit. up. No, we're not blowing up, and and the dog's not. There's nobody breaking in. So, yeah. but you may hear her bark or or something. So we'll okay. try to, and I'm sure Vicky can edit as much as yeah. she can out. So yeah. let's proceed, shall we? All right, let's get into it. So All we're right. going to talk about coming out as a vegetarian, and this. year year as you think about your goals and and uh you know what you're trying to do for yourself if it's if it it has to do with becoming a vegetarian or if you're already a vegetarian going to veganism not that you have to be a vegetarian mm, first but, right um, a lot of people move that way um just some things to think out think about when you're coming out as a vegetarian we talked about uh this a little bit with tim page in our last podcast where two he, podcasts two ago. podcasts ago that's right two podcasts ago wow it's been that long i know <laughs> Uh, where he talked a little bit about coming out because he came from a family of hunters. Mm-hmm. And he said that it was kind of easier for him to say um, that he was becoming a vegetarian for health reasons rather because than animal rights reasons. Although, you know, he says his family, aren't, they're not like... Um, he, he talked a little bit about his right. views on hunting and stuff. Although he's never hunted himself, right. but he just thought it would be easier on his family and he would get less grief if people, if he were just to say, well, you know, for health reasons, then they kind of mm-hmm. left it alone. Right. Um, so coming out as a vegetarian, I think is, as Larissa said, was not something that was too difficult for us. First of all, Larissa's mother is already a vegetarian. So we didn't really have to quote, come out to her very much. I mean, we told her that we had made that decision, but right. um, it wasn't something, of course, that, I mean, it was something she thought was pretty cool. How, right. long, how long was your mother a vegetarian? Oh She's my been gosh. a vegetarian for years, hasn't She's she? She's been a vegetarian at least since 90. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 1990 or, or I don't even know. There. Yeah. Did she ask you, like, why we decided to become vegetarians? Um, no, I... No, I well, she might have, she might have, and I, I probably just told her health reasons. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think I told her that we watched the videos, but um, you know, she hasn't seen any of those videos. But uh, yeah, I did. I think I just told her probably health reasons, okay. which is true. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Big a big part of it. Right. Yeah. And then of course it was the animals as well. Right. Right. Um. So when I told my family, I, again, I don't think there was any sort of questioning or mocking or mm, anything no. like that then uh and i was brought up a carnivore like a lot of people are so mm-hmm. uh it was more it was almost seamless and like i said yeah. we've been very fortunate to have supportive family members who have even gone out of their way to accommodate us right you know. and we've, we've got several family members on on vicky's side who have embraced it and have wanted to have 
started doing things um, to eat less meat and eat healthier on their own. I mean, and which is great, which is fantastic. And I will say, and and to give ourselves a little bit of credit here, because, and we're going to talk about this in our next podcast, where we talk about some of the lessons learned when we came out as vegetarians and some of our wins as vegetarians. Mm -hmm. One of the things I think to give ourselves a little bit of credit, though, is that we were very clear that this was a decision for us. Right. Because I think a lot of times when you make a decision like this, whatever it might be, religion, vegetarianism, whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, people will ask, how does this affect me? Even if they don't like say it out loud, they're thinking that, right? Right. So are you going to make me feel bad about my choices? I mean, I had Mm -hmm. some people, well, I don't want to eat meat in front of you. Right. Uh, You know, and granted, I don't... I don't eat meat myself, Mm -hmm. but, um, I'm not judging. I'm not, that's the thing. And so I think that has also helped our family really, um, support us as well, because we're not saying I'm good, you're bad. Right. Right. And the other thing, even outside of the, I'm good, you're bad thing is sometimes people, I think feel like you might miss meat or feel bad for eating it in front of you. Like you're on a diet or something and you're, they're having something you can't have. Uh, and, it's not that you can't have it. It's just, it's a choice we make not to have it. Well, and that is one thing that I have had people ask me is, you know, don't you miss the way it tastes or does this smell good? And, and when I say that people have asked me that nobody's asked me that in a mean way, you know, and I have heard of people, vegetarians and vegans who, who do have that experience with people where people are like, how can you not eat this? You know, I mean, don't you want this? It's so good. And, uh, but nobody's asked me that in that kind of way. It's more of a like, um, curiosity type of way. And that's fine with me. I encourage questions that are honest and, you know, just curiosity. I don't mind that at all. But um, no, I, I don't, miss it per se. I mean, every once in a while I'll smell something and it's like, Oh, that smells good. And then, you know, but there, there are reasons that I don't eat it. Yeah. So, and those reasons are strong enough to make me not, not want to do that. Yeah. And the other thing just to remember, if you're coming out as a vegetarian, or even if you're just, you're not a full vegetarian, but you choose, even if you choose not to have meat on your plate, when Mm -hmm. it's, everybody's got meat on their plate, people might look at you funny or think, Oh, are you going vegetarian? I think there's a lot of stereotypes around mm-hmm. vegetarians and vegans. And we talked about that in one of our past podcasts about yeah. um, it was, what it means. Yeah, the myths about right, vegetarians. Right, it was episode 14, I think, yeah. if you wanted to check that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a really... Pr- and people have really strong opinions about food. You know, that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed, especially since not since I, since we don't eat meat anymore is that people really do have strong opinions about food, whether it's meat or, you know, no meat or, or whatever. And, you know, of course the, the funny thing is a lot of vegetarians and vegans say, well, as soon as I come out as vegetarian, all of a sudden people are protein, uh, Mm -hmm. experts, right? Right. How are you getting your protein? Well, you have to have this to get your protein. And of course we've talked about that as well. We don't need meat to get everything we we, um, need. Right. And it's so funny when you, when you think about that now, you think about, okay, well, people are asking you, that's the biggest question. One of the biggest questions is, but you're not getting enough protein. And it just kind of makes me wonder, is that really a protein question? Or is that more of a, you know, but you're not eating meat, you need to eat meat, you know, not for the protein itself, just for the fact that humans eat meat, you know, 
it kind of it's it's kind of weird to me when I think about it now that it's not I just don't think it's as much about a you know I'm concerned for your health because you're not getting enough protein as you're not eating meat yeah you know so <laughs> yeah, it's like really said, interesting very very um, opinionated about food right right and it's it's been really an it's it's really been an eye opening year. I think for for both of us, it has, and it's one of those things. I don't think it's ever going to go away. I mean, we'll Mm -hmm. always have to deal with that in some way. I think the bottom line is, is when you come out as a vegetarian, uh, just to remember that, just like vegans and vegetarians shouldn't be stereotyped, meat eaters shouldn't be stereotyped either. Mm -mm. Either I think it's like they're not animal abusers or people that are like Mm -hmm. really just trying to. Because I we were one just a few years, just a year ago. The only thing is we just. We just uh, came to that decision ourselves. So, I mean, it's important that we're not, I guess, just educating each other and Mm -hmm. and really being tolerant of each other. Right, right. And that's the thing is, and that's one of our biggest issues, I think, um, and the thing that we advocate for so strongly is that stereotypes, the, the way to dispel stereotypes is through education, it's not through criticism. It's not through, um, you know, mean comments or or just being ugly. It's through education. Yeah. And we talk about compassion for the animals. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's a big thing, which we talk, what you and I believe in. Mm-hmm. But also compassion for each other. That's got to right. start with people, too. You right. Know? <laughs> right. That's yeah. got to include people, I should say. As right. Well, so. Right. And that's why I say, if you ask me a question honestly... And in a nice way, I'm going to make every effort to answer you openly and honestly, right? Right, um, based on what I feel, um, and and not to be judgmental, no matter what which side it is, and then also to practice non-engagement with people who are rude about yeah. it. Yeah, some people want to fight with you about yeah. it, and quite honestly, just like anything else, mm-hmm. you just don't. You can choose to engage or not engage, right? Right. And we're all about the Zen here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's move on into our quote of the week. And we talked about sharing an inspirational quote with you. And this usually ends up my section because mm-hmm. I am a quote addict. I love quotes. I love reading. Probably got about five books going at any one given time. And one of the books. At least. <laughs> at least. Yes. And one of the books that I am reading right now is a book called Choose Yourself by James Altucher. It's uh, A-L-T-U-C-H-E-R. And Larissa will put that in the show notes for you. It's a great book. And if you have uh, Kindle Prime, you can actually go to the lending library and get it out for free, which is what I did. Although I would gladly pay for the book as well, (laughs) because I think he sells his books very cheaply. And as a matter of fact, he said that usually when people email him and just say they can't afford it, he'll just send them a free copy. So yeah, really, really cool guy. Um, He had a quote. Well, I heard a quote that... um, made me think about his book. It was very timely. And the quote was, the best way to get a good idea is to get a lot of bad ideas. And I've heard variations of that quote, but I'm going to I'm gonna attribute this to him because uh, he did say this in his book, and he actually had some really good tips for becoming an idea machine, which I really loved because I think that's the thing is that when we're kids, you know when you're like, Kids are such good brainstormers, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Like they can, they play, they have all these good ideas. I mean, the sky is the limit. Right. And as we get older, we put these limitations on ourselves and think, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm too old for that. Or that's not reality. When you're a kid, right. there is 
everything is open to you. Right. Oh, and I love listening to kids play. Oh. If you ever like go to like a playground and, and sit, just sit on a bench and just listen to little groups of kids playing, you know, it's all imagination based. Yeah. And, and it's the stuff that they make up is just phenomenal. It's so much fun to listen to. Yeah. So I'm going to get, I'm going to share some tips from his book, uh, just a few of them. He's also got a, um, He's also got a podcast, uh, I'm sorry, a uh, blog that Larissa will link up to the show notes. Uh, it's called Altature. I don't remember it offhand, but it's a, I'll, we'll put it in the show notes. But anyways, I wanted to share some points with you for, crea- for getting yourself, as he says, to exercise your idea muscle. Or um, yeah, your idea muscle. He talks about skimming chapters from books on at least four different topics. Mm-hmm. This past week, Larissa and I went to the public library. We hadn't been in forever, and why, I don't know, because I just love the public library. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pulled a couple of books off the shelf that I would have never really... One of them was on cats, and the other one was on politics. And I just started skimming the cat one. I almost like read the whole thing just sitting there. I know, it was so funny. I looked up, we were sitting across the table from each other, and I looked up and she's like got her nose in this cat book. It's on cat behavior. And it just made me laugh. And then for the rest of the night, she was like spouting cat behavior <laughs> issues at me. And it was so cute. I, it was just so funny. And But really, she did. She I think she probably read most of the book just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, so you go to the library and just pick pick a few books off the shelf. And I used to love that. My mom used to take us to the library. I remember leaving with a stack of books, uh, and of course, I had some of my favorite topics. But it's it's so much fun to pull things off mm-hmm. the shelf that you know nothing about and just skim through it, read something, learn something that you haven't had any sort of curiosity about in the past. And you never right. know; you might spark a, a, a hobby or something out right. of that. Right. Um, then the one thing that I added to my lift application, so which is my habits tracker application is to write down 10 ideas every day. Mm -hmm. And it does not matter if they're business related, doesn't have to be some great invention or anything like that. One of the examples he gave was 10 things I would do if I was arrested for shoplifting. I mean, the point is, yeah, the point is to stretch your brain, to think about things in ways that you or think about things that you just typically don't think about. So how about like 10 alternative uses for celery? Yeah. Yeah. Anything like that. All right, I got nine more to do there today. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would I do if I was arrested? How to make a better tennis racket. Um, and this is what he's talking about. Really making your brain sweat and don't, and keep yourself on it. Don't say, Oh, I came up with six. That's good enough. Really mm-hmm. stretch yourself to 10. Um, the other thing he talked about was activating another part of your brain, such as through painting, drawing, or watercolors. I've been drawing again since we've been doing the veggie coup, Mm -hmm. which for those of you who are not part of our newsletter, don't know what that is, but Larissa and I come up for our newsletter subscribers. We come up with a, uh, haiku, Mm -hmm. which is a form of poetry. And I do a drawing of, uh, to kind of illustrate the haiku that mm-hmm. Larissa comes up with. And we send that out to our newsletter subscribers with a recipe. A related recipe. Yeah. Right. And, and now, well, and the, the haiku is about a vegetable or a fruit. Right. And then the drawing matches it. And then the recipe matches it. Yeah. So if you're not on our newsletter, you might want to sign up because that'll get you a couple of veggie coup a month with a recipe. And so that's gotten me drawing again. And I have not drawn for a long time. Remember, I was in watercolor as well. I was doing a uh, virtual and online course. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. So I'm going to start to pick that up. So the point is there is to stretch your brain, use another part of your brain. These these types of things use various parts of your brain. Mm -hmm. So you want to use other, um, you want to make sure that you're exercising your whole brain. Mm -hmm. Um, Just remember also that when you do any of this, there's not any pressure. 
nothing's gonna not everything's gonna, that you come up with is gonna be great the point is of coming up with these ideas is really just to come up with a lot of bad ideas that's mm-hmm. really that's really the point he even said he gave some lists in his book of his ideas and he's like some of them are so embarrassing i'm not even gonna put them in here so um the other thing he talks about is making a list of your childhood passions so for me i was so interested in weather ghosts music uh, I told you I was interested in history for some mm-hmm. reason, like military history. As a mm-hmm. kid, I would go pull, like, I remember pulling, like, every Custer's Last Stand. Maybe it was, like, reincarnated or something mm-hmm. from the Civil War soldier. Is it right? Yeah. And then also about the Nazis. I was, like, so fascinated by the whole World hmm. War II and everything. So, anyways, um, make a list of that stuff as well and see if you can resurrect some of those interests because that also, mm-hmm. that's where a lot of passion still lies. It doesn't go away. It just... Right. Well, dormant. and you were interested in that for a reason at one time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's go back yeah. to it. And the other thing he talks about is going ahead and surfing the internet. I, you know, giving yourself some time, even if you if you're like afraid of getting sucked in for hours on the <laughs> internet. But going to sites that, um, like brain pickings, is one mm-hmm. of my favorite sites to go to. To uh, go and just read stuff that you're just not used mm-hmm. to reading about. Well, and here's where um, a site called StumbleUpon would, and I'm sure most of you have heard of StumbleUpon, but that's where that would come in handy, I'll yeah. bet, is because StumbleUpon, for anyone who's not familiar, is a, it's like a social sharing site um, where people share different um, websites or things like that, and, but there's a stumble button. When you go there and you sign up, it's free. Um, there's a button where you can just hit, it's, it says stumble, and it'll just take you to a random website that somebody has submitted. And I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them, I'm sure. And But they're all by, in different categories. And when you submit sites, because I do submit sites um, on there as well, uh, when you submit a site, then you just like put it a category and a little description if you want. Um, but that's a good one to go to. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah. So just kind of go out there and just keep hitting stumble and see what you come up with. And you yeah. come up with some really cool stuff. Yep. Okay, so that is the quote of the week along with some tips. And also, cool. I guess, a book of the week. Because right. that Choose Yourself is really awesome. And a new website. Yeah, a new website. <laughs> Boy, we just threw all bunch of, <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff in there. All right, so you want to move into the recipe of the week? Sure. Yeah, so in looking at our the stats on our website and what gets clicked on the most on our, on our links and our recipes and everything, um, here's what I found. People love muffin recipes. Muffin, the, the muffins that we have out there, we've got the, some lemon ones and we've got the ginger and uh, oatmeal. Those get clicked on the most. So I've got another one. And this one is vegan mini orange muffins. Ooh, that sounds good. Well, and I made them last week, remember? And well, I think I ate all of them. <laughs> I was gonna say I would have remembered. Yeah, I gave you one. I remember I, the lemon ones the lemon, you made. Right. That were very good, I gave I you one, but I think ones. they were kind of all mixed up with the lemon uh-huh. bread, and yeah, then uh-huh. I hid the rest of them uh-huh. from you. So anyway, <laughs> these are uh, but these are really good. They're uh, they use I'm lemon. Sure, they were. Yeah, they use orange zest and uh, orange juice, fresh orange juice, freshly squeezed, and they're. I made them vegan, so if you don't want to use vegan, I'll put in a non, you know, just a non-vegan alternative. Um, but they have a really, really nice orangey taste, and but they're not sweet. They're not the thing, super sweet. The thing I've noticed about the vegan muffins is they are moist. Yeah. They're yeah. really moist. In fact, I took something you made one time. Was it bread? Yes, it was, it was the pumpkin bread, bread. Pumpkin bread to work, and I didn't tell anybody it was vegan, and... I got so many compliments on it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, of course I took them. 
I took the compliments. Even right. Though I didn't make it. She said, yeah, I slaved all <laughs> no, day making this. I, I gave you credit. Uh, I know. Uh, but several people commented that mm-hmm. it was so moist and they couldn't believe that it was mm-hmm. not, it didn't have milk or butter or, or right. eggs in it. It had soy milk mm-hmm. and, and egg replacer and, and, uh, but yes. And so do, so do these. Um, but, and the thing about these that I was, I was saying that I like is they're not super sweet. Um, so you can easily, you can have some with coffee or tea, you know, as like a snack and you're not getting loads and loads of sugar. Yeah. So they're really good. And so I'll have that. Um, I have, I make them as mini muffins, the little ones you can pop in your mouth, but you can also do a regular, regular size muffins, muffin pans as well. So those will be on there. Okay. And, uh, I'll have the link to that in the show notes. All right. Well, we better wrap it up because Molly is trying to do her best not to bark, but she is getting a little nervous She's about the fireworks outside. So we're going to start the TV up like we normally do so she doesn't have to hear the majority of right. the fireworks. And right. And then, we're gonna, and then we're going to fight to stay awake until midnight. <laughs> I told Vicky we needed we're to have a nap. We're going to work on our goals, remember? Mm-hmm. We're going to work on our goals. That's okay. right. So before we uh, sign off here, if you would, if you have a coming out, uh, story to share please go to our facebook page and share it with us or send us an email um or you can also leave a comment on the show right. notes yeah. uh, and we'd love to hear your coming out as a vegetarian or vegan story mm-hmm. um also if you have just a minute or two we would greatly appreciate you going to the itunes store and leaving us a rating mm-hmm. we've been getting one or two here and there but we have um i haven't gotten that many in a while so we'd right. love to get a few starting mm-hmm. the new year strong right yeah that would be terrific right now we're up to we have 21 reviews actual written reviews and then 28 five-star ratings so anything that um, you might like to say would be greatly appreciated and also if you listen to us on stitcher instead of itunes you can leave a, a rating on stitcher as well okay well that does it for this episode and again happy new year to everyone and we'll talk to you next week peace out bye Hey, Veg Centers, thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash vegetarianzen or on Twitter at vegetarianzen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.